Hey guys, this week we're going to have five quick minutes with Robert Kerbeck, who's the author of the book Ruse, and he is probably the most famous corporate spy in the world. He's going to be telling us stories about how people infiltrate other companies and how you can watch to make sure it doesn't happen to you. When you introduce yourself to somebody and you say, I am a corporate spy, you probably get some, <laughs> some interesting looks. And so tell me exactly what that means. What does it mean when you say you're a corporate spy? You know, for many years, um, um, I was hired um, by the largest corporations in the world um, to find out anything and everything I could about their top rivals. Um, and, you know, we all know the Russians spy on the Chinese and the Chinese spy on us. But what most people are shocked to find out is that major corporations all over the world are spending, forget about millions of dollars, forget about tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars to spy on each other every day. Wow. <laughs> and that was my job. You know, the average person hears this, they're probably thinking, is this legal or is this illegal? And so what, you, do you get that question a lot? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Jared, you broke up. What was that? I'm oh, sorry. I'll say it again. <laughs> no. Oh, oh. Aha. Aha. It took me. It <laughs> He's an actor, folks. So that's. So uh, we'll just skip that altogether. I'm sure. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's. It's like anything in life. You've got. There's rules, and you can't give a blanket answer to that for sure. It depends on the tactics and and things like that. But when when a if you're brought in as a corporate spy, um, what exactly is the most common thing that an organization is trying to find out about their rival? Yeah, great question. And and in terms of the legal question, I mean, look, yes, the, you know, at one point, um, my buddy who got me this job, he and I sat down with an attorney, and this is many years ago now, and the attorney said, he said, what you're doing is in the gray, the very dark gray. Um, and I waited to publish Ruse until the statute of limitations expired on any potential crimes that I may or may not have committed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it, it, it almost always starts, uh, companies want to know, the very first thing um, is they want to understand their competitor's organization. So they want to understand who works at a firm, what the organizational chart looks like, and then they want to know data on who the rock stars are at their rivals, right? So for example, if there's a sales organization, we're gonna get the revenue numbers on the salespeople. So we're gonna know who's the number one salesperson, who's number two, who's number three. If it's a trading team, we're gonna get the rankings on the traders. If it's banking, we're gonna get the size of the bankers' books of business. If there's developers, we're gonna find out who's considered, who are the top developers on the team. Like whatever the industry is, we're gonna give them the organizational chart with the rankings on all employees. And something you, you know, you you probably know, but maybe some of your listeners may not, is that all corporations have some ranking metric on their employees and we would learn what that was because as you can imagine if now i've identified your rock stars and i can poach them i can steal them you know i can steal one person from this team one person from that team it can make a huge difference in terms of denting that company's revenue and then increasing your revenue because now you just stole the the, the best and the brightest from your top rival how do people find you i mean you can't it's not like you can take out a google ad or maybe you can't, but like, I wouldn't think, I wouldn't think you could just be like, hello, my name is so-and-so, you know, how did you, was it just, is there like an underworld of corporate spies that people got to tap into? 
Yeah, absolutely. It's it's all word oh, of mouth. Uh, that was that was a joke. I didn't think you're going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, people would find me, um, because somebody else had used me and somebody would go, oh my God, we found this guy. He can find out anything, uh, call this guy. And so I started hearing from more and more companies, um, that wanted to hire me. I mean, eventually, you know, kind of towards the end of my spying career, I was making $2 million a year and I was turning people away that were begging me and throwing money at me to spy for them. I mean, that's great money. For sure. So how long did you do this and what made you decide to finally get out of it? You know, I, I've never, I think I s- never sat down and counted the exact number of kind of days slash years, but it was, you know, I think uh, 15 years or so I was spying. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And it was when uh, one day my, my kid, my eight-year-old heard me on the phone and said, you know, dad, are, are you a hacker? You know, and uh, <laughs> and I started to try oh, no. to, Yeah. I know. And I started to try to justify what I was doing. And, and, um, and my kids said, um, but it's dishonest. Mm. Um, and I said, you're right, it is. And that was the moment when I realized I have to stop this. Um, and so then I began to, to you know, get myself out of the ruse, um, you know, hence the title of my book, and um, had the proverbial midlife crisis and um, kind of went back to where I had started as a young guy. I was an English major in college and started writing some things and started going to writers, writers conferences to kind of work on my writing. And at one of them, I read an early piece from Ruse and people were just blown away because they just didn't know this world existed. If you enjoyed this quick five minutes with Robert, please find the full episode available wherever you got this podcast.